Hey there, and welcome to the Wholehearted Life podcast. Now, if you are anything like me, the young professional, I know that you are looking to live a more balanced and wholehearted life. Well, this podcast is going to show you exactly how to do that. So let's go. Hi, welcome to the Wholehearted Life podcast. I'm sorry that I have not been podcasting. Things have been crazy at work. I started a new personal training job. And I've really been putting a lot of effort into it, and I am definitely reaping the rewards of that effort, but it has been time-consuming. But I really want to share with you today because I am here, I have a message I want to share, and it's been something I've been working on actually since I started my new job. So the last podcast that I talked about, or the last podcast I recorded was about why I turned down a corporate job and decided to follow my intuition to do personal training. So... When I got to the job, um, honestly, I was very overwhelmed. It's a big company, and it has a very distinct culture to it. So that's a really important, um, that was a really important piece was like getting to understand what the company culture was and how I was going to fit into it. And I was kind of nervous that I might lose myself but I was never told that I needed to tone it down. I was I was very much encouraged to embrace the company culture, but also to be myself. And for the first time in a job, I stopped trying to be other people. I stopped trying to be like this trainer, be like that trainer, and I've just been me. And in doing so, I have really been able to connect with people and to help them. And that's really why I do what I do, because I want people to feel strong. I want them to feel empowered. I want them to feel capable of anything. I work with women and men. And sometimes, like, I literally had a guy who came in and was like, I can't run a mile. And I was like, well, when's the last time you tried to run a mile? He's like, I always try and I just never can do it. So I was like, well, let's get on the treadmill. So he gets on the treadmill and I first talked to him about technique because a lot of times when we run, we run down and we run sideways. Instead of we instead of running up and forward, and then being able to conserve our energy. So um, we got on the treadmill and I was like, I'm going to show you some techniques. So I, I corrected his form, his technique. And what do you know? He ran a mile and he was like, I couldn't tell you the last time I did that. So it's those little things that have been really rewarding. But a message that I want to share with you and what's really been helping me and for the first time I'm really starting to do this is living out these three principles. I've been doing this in my work life, but also trying to do it in my personal life. So here are the principles. Humble, hungry, and smart. So if you've read, it's it's based on a book about how, um, so those principles come from a book about how to be a good leader. And I never really thought about what it took to be a good leader. I had thought about it, I guess some, but I had never lived it. And so I want to kind of share with you each little pillar, I guess you could say, and how it's affected my work and personal life because it's really just shifted everything for me. And I hope that this humble, hungry, smart idea can shift things for you because we need to always be growing and trying to be better. So let's talk about being humble. Um, I like to call it eating the humble pie. I think I saw that quote on Instagram today and I was like, that relates perfectly. So it's kind of just letting the ego go. And I think when you're in a position or in a job where you're rewarded for your performance and a lot of people are telling you, oh, you're doing a great job or, oh, things are going really well for you. 
it's a difficult balance, I know, for me to be able to say thank you, but I can do better. Also, thank you, but I also know that everything is temporary and it's important to stay humble in the sense of knowing that like maybe I'm on top this week, but maybe next week I have a bad week and that's fine. So giving yourself that grace, it takes letting go of the ego of wanting to tell everyone you're doing great or tell everyone that everything's going really well for you. Just let that go. And then kind of within that idea of humility and being humble, there's this need to learn and grow, right? So when I got to the gym that I work at, I I had been a trainer for several years and I thought I knew what I was doing. And then I got there and I realized that this is a very high level, high performance, high production based personal training company or gym. And so what that means is, We put a lot of effort into our programming, which is our programming is basically how we structure our workouts for our clients because they pay a premium that we need to stand behind. And I stand behind that 100%. So living behind that and standing behind what my services are. So I got there and like I said, I was very overwhelmed because honestly, I had never really been taught how to program. And I kind of just did one-off programming. Obviously, I'm certified. I know what needs to be done for people to see results, but I never really broken it down into those micro details to create these really effective programs that people keep people coming back and wanting to do more. I mean, why do you go to any workout class? Why do you go to see a personal trainer? Why do you go to a restaurant that you like? Well, because what you're getting is valuable to you. So I had to be very humble. I could not, I immediately went to my mentor who is just an amazing, an amazing boss. I really hope I can get him on the podcast to further talk about these three principles because he actually instilled them um, in the team, in the personal training team and really been working towards them. But anyway, I had to swallow that freaking ego and be like, look, I don't know everything about how to program these workouts effectively. Please teach me. And that is just such a lesson I've learned that we don't have to know everything. We don't have to be right all the time. We don't have to be on top all the time telling people what to do. Rather, we need to be open to suggestions, open to constructive criticism, all of those things. Stay humble. And so that's been really helpful. So that's something I would really love for maybe you to take away is know that wherever you are in your work life or your personal life, you can learn and grow more and you can reach towards those people that are, you know, maybe at a higher level than you and say, look, I need your help because I want to rise up to where you are. And the people that are willing to help you, those are the successful people, right? Because they're not intimidated by you being successful. Another way to stay humble is to just support your team. It doesn't matter what you know, whatever you're doing, if you're working in a customer service job or in a desk job or you're a teacher, be there for your teammates. Be there for your teammates. This is the first company where it's really, really driven into me, that team effort. And I didn't play, I played solo team sports like cross country, um, Nordic skiing and swimming where you're doing your own thing, but you're still part of a team. But I never played like a soccer on a soccer team or a basketball team really. So that idea that like we're all in this together that has been so amazing. And like just from any person you interact with, even if there's a maintenance person in your building, just be nice enough to know that they're a human and they want to connect with you too. Be humble about it. Just because you have a different position, it doesn't mean you can't connect with them. 
Okay, so now hungry, which kind of relates to what I was talking about with the programming, but just wanting to know more, wanting to be more, because when you're in the right place and you're in the right flow and you want to be where you're at, whether you want to be in the place you live or whether you want to be in the job you're in or whether you want to be in the relationship you're in, you want to put in the work. So when I was doing a nanny position a few months ago, it wasn't that I wasn't working hard. I was still completing the tasks, but I hated it. So I didn't want to work hard. I didn't care about learning more because it wasn't in alignment with my dharma, which is your life's purpose, your life's path that's going to take you where you need to go to serve the amount of people you want to serve in the way you know how. So when you're staying hungry and you're in the right place, it's not even really a question because you're like, yep, that's an automatic. I want to do that. I want to learn more. I want to be more. I want to develop more. So think about that. Reflect on that. Like, is this job allowing me to be hungry? Is this relationship allowing me to want more from a person, to discover more from a person? Is this place that I'm living offering the things that I need? And chances are, if it is, you won't even have to ask because the abundance of resources and knowledge and information will already be there. So that is a really, really important thing. And, you know, there's a lot to learn in the personal training world, and I'm just trying to soak it all in. So it's been amazing. And it's been beautiful. The last principle is SMART. Now, this is kind of an interesting one for me personally because I have always felt like I had really good social intelligence. I've really had good emotional intelligence. I can read a room. I can work a room. I can do pretty much whatever I need to do socially without an issue. I'm also definitely an extrovert, which is why training is a really, really great fit for me and teaching group exercise. But anyways... um, When I was in school, I really struggled with this idea of like smart, like what is smart? And I always thought that because I wasn't good, I was decent at math, but because I was like so bad at science, like so, so bad. I remember a little side note, um, my roommate is a nutrition major and well, she's now a dietitian. She's amazing. Her name is Stephanie. She and I took a nutrition class, like 101, when we were in college. And I just remember being like, okay, Stephanie, like, let's study, like, blah, blah, blah. We went to the library. We had this test coming up. I busted my butt. And I still got like a 75. And I was just like, wow, this whole chemistry, nutrition, like, nutrition makes sense to me, but like the science behind it, I find challenging to comprehend. I think that's changed. But, anyways, I always thought in school because I wasn't good at science and chemistry and physics and all of that, and because I really honestly didn't care about it, that I wasn't smart. And I let that kind of, kind of run what I believed I was good at for a long time. Um, I would never want to get into the science. I would never want to get into the anatomy because I always just would rather be in this more like person to person space. And then, I don't know, when I started thinking about this concept of being smart, like what does that mean to you? Does that mean maybe you are really good at math and science? How can you leverage that to be the best you you can be? And so knowing how to be quote unquote smart in whatever job you're in is super important. It's really... For me, it's all about relationships. It's all about connections and not connections like, oh, it's who you know. It's connections like being able to connect with people on a genuine level is one of the most important things that I think you can do when you're in a job that requires interacting heavily with others. So 
when you're thinking about being smart, how can you want to know the things you want to know, right? So we want to make sure we're learning them. But also, how can you build your emotional intelligence? How can you learn to read a room? How can you learn to read a person? How can you learn to read an energy? All of these things, the more we interact with humans, we start to kind of pick up on them, right? And I know some of you guys are like, oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But I've had situations in this new position where I read it wrong. And because I read it wrong, I wasn't able to, you know, be successful or maybe be able to work with that person that I wanted to train because I read the situation wrong. So I encourage you to sit back the next time maybe you're in a room and maybe you already do this, but let's say you don't sit back in a room and just read what's going on. Read what people's moods are. Read how they feel. Read. Try to really get a grasp of the situation because when we are able to get a grasp of the situation we're able to then respond accordingly and I've really been able to work on that and it's been really really helpful so I encourage you to be smart in that way because being smart is not just all about the books it's about connecting with other people in the right way so that's something to really think about and So we've talked about humble, hungry, smart. I really challenge you to embody those principles in the next week or two and see what happens. I think that it's something that's really changed my life because I've, I've just, I don't know. I feel that I'm able to connect with people so much better and so much more genuinely. So the last thing I'm going to leave you with is this idea of essence. And I work at this yoga studio in addition to this big gym, which is a really nice yin yang. And we had a meeting yesterday and it was like our employee meeting and instead of you know the first thing we do talking about like the administrative stuff and this and that we did a meditation and then the woman who was leading it talked about this idea of essence like what is your essence what is your vibe what is your energy that you put out and is it authentic so when I was thinking about this I was just thinking like how well it connects to this idea of like when you're truly being who you are and not who society wants you to be, which I know sounds cliche, but like not who what other people want you to be. When you're just being you, that you that's like deep, deep, deep within you that people have tried to kind of like cover up and layer up or maybe you've tried to layer it up. When you peel all that back, not only do you discover like what's truly inside of you, but you discover your essence. You discover what you bring to a space. And I think it's really important to know what you bring to a space because then you can live in that. You can live in that beauty of, I know who I am and I know what I want to offer to people because when it comes down to it, your essence is how you do everything. And one of the classes I go to, one of the spin classes I go to, they say how you do one thing is how you do everything. How you do this class is how you do everything. Think about that. Think about that in regards to your essence. Like how you show up for what it is in your life that needs to get done is how you create that essence, right? So think about it. Maybe write down three words. Like, what do you want your essence to be? I want mine to be authentic. I want to be real. I am real. I am who I am. I would like to and strive to be caring 
and I want to be kind because I think in society it's easy to tear people down. It's easy to let hate win. And I'm just, I'm really trying to be done with that. I'm really trying to let the kindness in. And when you let that into your essence or whatever three words or three qualities or it can be 10 qualities, it doesn't matter. Whatever you start to decide and build what your essence is, it literally will permeate to everything you do. And when it permeates to everything you do, that essence is unique and there's just nothing that can compare to it because there's no one like you. And I just think that's one of the most beautiful things in the entire world. So I challenge you to stay hungry, to stay humble, to be smart, and also to discover what your true essence is. And if you ever have any questions on any of those things, let me know. I love talking about this stuff. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being patient. I apologize that I haven't been posting, but I promise I will be back and let's have a conversation. I will talk to you very, very soon. Namaste. Thank you so much for listening to the Wholehearted Life podcast. I hope you really enjoyed today's content and I will be sharing more and more with you as the weeks go on. If you liked what you listened to today, please consider writing me a review and rating this podcast. I would totally appreciate it. Maybe just a few sentences telling everyone what you liked about the show. 